0: Hey, Selfish Babe. If you've ever wanted to start your own podcast, I would highly recommend trying it through Anchor. Anchor is a platform that I use to distribute my podcast. And so when you sign up to Anchor, you can set it up to where you can get your podcast distributed through Spotify, Apple, Google, and more. And if people don't have these apps on their phone, what I really love about Anchor is that literally if they click on your Anchor link, they can listen to it right from their phone without having any of these apps. And so if you've been interested in starting your own podcast, I highly recommend Anchor. And what you can do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Love you. Thank you guys for joining me on this live. I appreciate you guys being here. I turned off the comments just now because I want to make sure that I'm expressing myself expressing what I'm here to share and that you guys can really engage and listen to what I have to say and affirming that it helps you or any other woman that may have experienced molestation in the past or any type of sexual abuse so at the end of me sharing I definitely want to turn the comments back on and I will and I'll leave time for like questions and answers etc to see what you guys have to say I just don't want to get distracted as I'm sharing this story. So first of all, I want to say welcome to the sacred space that is Goddess Detox. My name is Olenike Osipowale. I am the CEO and founder of this company, Goddess Detox. Uh, We have been in business since 2015 when I was in grad school at BAMU, and I started when I was 23 and now I'm 30 years old, so it's been about seven years now since Goddess Detox has been here, since I've been selling the Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, the Queen's Vaginal Seam, our Crystal Yoni Washes, and so much more. So my products are self-love inspired, and they are, I like to say, spiritual woman's wellness. They are to help women love themselves deeper, to help women connect to their womb space, and to help women understand more of their power, and to also start using their own energy. Because for me, the energy is what is, mad, is what matters. Um, it's more than just the physical benefits of my beautiful products, it's about the spiritual benefits, it's about the emotional benefits. So I just wanna say first of all, thank you to for being here, I appreciate y'all. I see the hearts in the corner even though the comments are off. I love the hearts, so keep that going. <laughs> keep the hearts going. So today's topic is my molestation story and healing. And I was actually surprised that spirit wanted me to talk about this. Let me drink this water. I was surprised that spirit wanted me to talk about this, first of all. And the reason I was surprised is because I've spoken about this story. Like, I have no issue sharing this story. I've shared this story before. I've shared it on my podcast, and I do have a podcast called the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk Podcast. And where I talk about spirituality, self-love, women, etc. So make sure to check that out. But I've talked about this. Like, I have a whole podcast episode on it. But it, it's been years now since I've talked about it again. So I was just like, that's what you guys want me to share. And that's what came to my mind. And I was just like, okay, we're going to share this story. I am affirming and hoping that as you're watching this, it helps you in your own healing process if you have experienced something like molestation or sexual abuse Or if you can now share this live right now to any other woman friend that you know that has had this past experience of sexual abuse or um, molestation. So make sure to share this live. Share this live with your your group chat. Share this live with your woman friends, your mom, your friends, your sisters, any... um, really woman, you know, any, um, I like to say woman with a womb space or a woman that doesn't have a womb because of a hysterectomy, etc. make sure to share this live because for me, it's just about getting the message out there, sharing my experience, my thoughts, my opinions and affirming and hoping that it can help you on your self-love journey and your next steps. All right. Okay, cool. So I did write down some notes because I didn't want to be backtracked. And so, yeah, I want to share just a little bit about my background. I grew up in a single parent household. My mom pretty much raised me and my brother and um i remember when i was eight years old selfish babe are you ready to use products that goddesses use okay then you want to check out my company evolving butterfly where i create products that will help you on your spiritual and self-love journey i have our goddess vaginal detox pearls which is my number one best-selling spiritual womb detox for those girls that really want to start connecting to their womb space their yoni spaces You pray over the pearls. You insert it into your vagina for a couple of days. You physically purge, cleanse, and revitalize your yoni. But not only that, it is a spiritual and emotional cleanse. A lot of times we may be carrying on to emotional baggage. Maybe we broke up with a partner a long time ago, but we're still carrying their energy in our womb spaces. My Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls addresses all of that. And so you want to check that out at evolvingbutterfly.org. Or maybe you want to try one of my crystal yoni washes like Pussy Power for self love or sex goddess for creative energy and pleasure energy or even wealthy woman for my selfish babes that are about getting the bag and the wealth These are plant-based Yoni washes. They are silky. They are luxurious. They smell good. They feel good. They give you that (laughs) cooling sensation to awaken your vagina. And all the bottles come with different crystals. Pussy power with rose quartz. uh, Sex goddess with carnelian. Wealthy woman with citrine. And then they also have affirmations on the back based on each Bottle. So if you want to focus more on self-love, then Pussy Power would be for you. And then we also have my Queen's Vaginal Steam Herbs. If you already have your seat and your gown and you're just looking to get some more vaginal steaming herbs, I have the Queen's Vaginal Steam. So make sure to check out my company, Evolving Butterfly, at evolvingbutterfly.org. Linked below. Mwah. My mom had a boyfriend. She had a boyfriend, and we had moved from Florida to New York. And, um, everything was cool. Like he was basically supposed to be the stepfather. Like, you know, we were living with him in a house and that was the first time I ever lived in a house. I had grown up pretty much like in apartments. So to be able to have a house in New York or a town home in New York was new for me. I was eight years old and it was kind of cool to kind of have that. And so, and it was also kind of cool to have a male figure in the house because I had not really grown up with a male figure in the house. My father had, I was told that my father was passed away when I was younger, when I was a baby. So I wasn't used to also having a male figure in the house. And I also wasn't used to having my own room. It was just me and my brother that would share a bedroom. And so in this house, I could have slept in another room because there was actually, I think like three bedrooms and that was like new for me. And so... I guess we kind of got along well, I'll say that. Um, I think at some point he wanted me to call him dad. I always told myself that I never felt comfortable calling him dad. Um, And I just think I didn't feel comfortable just because I just didn't say that word often. Like I never had to say it. You know, what I'm trying to say, so imagine a child never having to say dad or daddy now at eight years of living, and that may seem very short, but now at eight years of living having to say dad or daddy And you know this person is not, like, your birth father. So it's kind of awkward for me. I never really said it. And so I just kind of remember that. Like, I remember he would buy me candy. Like, it was overall a pretty great relationship, I feel like, from what I can remember. But, (laughs) but I do have this really, like, vivid memory of there was a time where I believe my mom was not home. And I don't know if my brother was home. I don't think he was home. And I remember um, my mom's boyfriend at the time had asked me to give him a back massage, like a regular back massage. So I come into the room, he was laying down on his belly, and he had asked me for a back massage. And so I was like, you know, using my little hands to, to give him a back massage. I remember even stepping on him a little bit. I don't know if he had requested me to step on his back just because, you know, I'm small and maybe the weight of my feet on his back wasn't too much pressure or it was the right amount of pressure, but I do remember doing that as well. And then at one point of the massage, I remember him asking me to lay down on top of him. So I don't, I mean, I'm not gonna say imagine this cause I don't really want y'all to imagine it, but I really want to explain the story in detail. So you kind of get like the story, like what happened, but basically he's laying down on his stomach and then he asked me to lay down on top of him. So my stomach is on top of his back, right? And I just remember him grabbing my butt and kind of moving my butt in like this circular motion. And so now he's touching my butt, he's moving it in a circular motion. And I just remember like that being the extent of it, but I also remember from what I can describe as having an orgasm. And for me, being an eight year old child, not really knowing what an orgasm is or not even having the language for that, now being older, being 30 years old, that is what I would describe as having an orgasm. Basically, him moving me around on his butt with his hand, with his hand on my butt, just moving me around, moving me around to the point of that. And then shortly after, I just kind of remember getting up and, and maybe that was it. And then maybe he patted me on the butt. But looking back, I know that that was very inappropriate. I know that it was very inappropriate for a grown man to be touching an eight-year-old child in that manner. And for me, again, not knowing what an orgasm is, but a grown man maybe knowing what that is, knowing what the motions are, touching my butt, for me, that was inappropriate. But as a child, this is, how I, this is how I would describe how I kind of felt like as a child. I feel like as a child there was a part of me that knew that was inappropriate, but there was also a part of me that may not have known that was inappropriate. Because I just remember like not telling my mom about it and not really wanting to tell my mom about it. So that's why I feel like I knew that it was inappropriate, but I didn't really know why. You know what I'm trying to say, if that makes sense? I just know that he touched me there and I had an orgasm. And, you know, for some people, I know that, sometimes you can feel shame for even having an orgasm during an act of that because it's just like, well, this act wasn't right. So then why did my body react this way? Right. And so I want to make sure I shared that with y'all because that was my experience. For me, it was purely a molestation act. It wasn't penetration. It wasn't any of that. And I know that there's some women out there that have suffered from those Really really traumatic experiences such as penetration from a young age and I don't know I feel like growing up. I felt like I definitely carried some shame around it because I still didn't tell my mom like I didn't tell my mom at all and I Didn't know why I just never mentioned it to her and eventually they had broken up, you know, they were broken up Uh, We had moved out of that house back to Florida back into an apartment And that was kind of it. And I still never said anything. Okay, cool. I'm going to to make sure I said that. I did eventually say something 16 years later when I was 24. And we're going to get into that. But I kind of want to bring you guys um, to like me being a teenager now. So back in Florida, now back being a teenager, my mom always had this image of him in our living room. And so my mom still doesn't know. Like I haven't told her But I just remember growing up, always seeing this image of him in my living room. And I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, all not together. Like, why do you have a picture of this man (laughs) in the living room? Like, I just didn't understand it. Um, And I was like, well, maybe they're friends or something like that. And so I just always remember walking by that picture, not liking that picture. Like, why is this picture here? Y'all are not together. But in my mind, I'm like, I don't even like this man. Like, why is this picture in a living room? Every day I can see this man's photo. And as I'm getting older, I think I'm coming to the understanding that that was wrong. Like, I'm coming to the understanding that that was wrong, that that was inappropriate, and that that shouldn't have been, and I don't know, but that shouldn't have been one of my first orgasms. As an eight-year-old girl, you know, I'm trying to say, like, I don't remember... (laughs) my first orgasm so I can't give y'all a time frame but I know that that was one of my first orgasms and that shouldn't have been it didn't it, it, like it's not an orgasm that felt like full of bliss and love you know what I'm trying to say so for me it was just like that shouldn't have been my first orgasm by this grown-ass man but here I am in this house having to walk by this man's image so fast forward a little bit when I made my teenage years I would um Definitely describe myself as a smart girl, always got good grades, always made the principal's honor roll. You know, I had honors courses like I did really well in school, like I was very smart, did really well in school. And then there was also a part of me that seeked out male attention or if men would give me attention, I would give it to them right back. If boys would give me attention, I would give it to them right back. Because there was an, also an aspect of me that, for me, not having a male figure or a masculine, so to say, in my household, I felt like I never knew what it really meant to have a man's attention. I never really knew what it meant to like have a masculine support you and care about you as a father figure. And so for me, the best that I could get from that was sex. The best that I could get from that was being being um the, getting the affection of men, being... Their apple in their eye and so growing up in middle school and high school that's what happened like i remember there was a time where my first boyfriend <laughs> my first boyfriend lived across the street and he was literally my boyfriend like he really wants to be my boyfriend and i i became his girlfriend but i was so awkward for me because he was so gushy he was so like sweet And for me, it just felt so fucking awkward. And I was just like, this is awkward. I don't think I wanna be boyfriend and girlfriend anymore, but I've always wanted to try having sex. Like, are you down for that? That was my approach to that relationship. I was 14 years old. I was like, I don't want to be your girlfriend, but I'd love to try having sex with you. I just want to see what sex is because at this point, I'm a teenager and I'm actually really curious. I'm just very curious as what does sex feel like? Like, what is this? And he agreed, you know, he was totally okay with not being in a relationship anymore, but we were cool with being friends with benefits. And at 14 years old, I had sex for the first time. And it was interesting. Like, I I'm so grateful that, I'm so grateful I didn't get pregnant, y'all, because bitch was not fucking, and I'll tell you, that is a whole nother fucking story, because uh, I did not want to mention this, but I cannot not mention this, and I guess because I'm smiling, you guys are like, oh, why is she smiling? This is like, could be horrible. I think the reason that I can look back at this stuff now and like smile in this way is because I'm just like, I don't know, I guess I feel like I've processed these things, and I feel like I'm just like, damn, like that was something that happened. But I'm not going to smile because this is serious. That person that I was having sex with that I grew really fond of, like had a, I I felt comfortable with this person. Um, he 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 wore a condom in the beginning, but then when he was coming, the condom wasn't there anymore. So he would ejaculate on my buttocks trying to be very scientific care he would ejaculate on my buttocks and um that happened like that first time that we had sex but I didn't think anything of it you know what I'm trying to say I just we just kind of cleaned myself up and that was it and we did that for a while but it wasn't until I got older where I was just like damn I never ha- once had a conversation with this man or boy I never once had this conversation with this boy why are you taking off the condom Why are you removing it when in the beginning you start with it, but then you don't end with it? Like, I've never had that conversation with him. And I was 14. He was probably 15, 16. And as an older adult, I think there's just some things that happen in our childhood and teenage years that we kind of just get pushed into in a way. And we don't really have that full understanding of, I should be asking these questions or even having the, the... The words to have these questions and these conversations or to take a step back and be like wait i don't know if that's actually something that i should be doing right now i don't think that that's what it was for me i felt like as a teenager things just kind of happened and i kind of just went along with it and looking back as a grown adult him removing that condom without my permission is not okay so i want to make sure i say this it's not okay for your partner That you're with in an intimate manner to to remove the condom if y'all haven't talked about it. I feel like that's manipulative. I feel like that's lying. I literally could have gotten pregnant. But I'm so grateful to, I think, my ancestors or somebody for not having me get pregnant because I could have gotten pregnant as a teenager and I really wouldn't know what the fuck to do. And I don't even know if I would have thought of about an abortion at that time. I may have just had the baby. Like I had a, a friend that was in middle school with me. She got pregnant at 15 and she had her son and again you don't think about this stuff until you're older and you're just like damn 15 was really young 15 was really young to become a mom but again sometimes you just don't think about this stuff until you're an older adult or an older person or just like damn because in the moment it was just like oh she was pregnant and that's all i really knew was that she was pregnant i didn't understand what she was going through but like i said it wasn't okay for him to do that but let me just say that's what i would do like if he he had a friend and at times it would be like that. He had a friend. Oh, what do you think about this guy? And I maybe if I'm interested, then then I'm interested. We doing it. If I met somebody else somewhere outside of my house and they at me and I thought they were cute, they could get it. That's how it was. Like it was very easy. And for some people, I mean, I was known as a promiscu- promiscuous girl growing up. Yes, great grades, all that. But what people whispered about in the hallways and knew me for was, oh, she easy. She easy, you know? And so that was kind of embarrassing because as I grew up 14, 15 years old, I decided, okay, I need to be celibate. There was at one point in my teenage years where I was like, I have to be celibate. And this is going on too much. Like, I would just meet people or maybe have a boyfriend for a little bit. And they these are not people that I would ever, ever date in my grown adult life right now. I mean, this is literally never... But when I was younger, it was it didn't matter. It was like, oh, you cute? I want to have some freedom. I felt like in my household, it was very stifling for me. And the best freedom that I could feel was being able to have sex with somebody. Being able to get that male attention. Being able to have that affection from their eyes because I'm giving them something. And I'm able to feel free because I could just be myself in those moments. So I've accepted that. I've accepted the decisions that I've made. And um, at one point, I was celibate for a little bit, had a boyfriend, whatever. I had stopped just being as promiscuous because I just felt like it was embarrassing. Um, And it really wasn't serving my reputation. I had just stopped. But I just wanted to give you guys that little scenario because... um, I wanted to give you guys that scenario because... I don't think that that may have had anything to do with the past molestation, but I kind of want to take you guys through just maybe my sexual identity growing up or like my sexual experiences growing up. And that was like a major part of my life, that 14 to 16 year old time frame. So now I want to talk about, I want to talk about when I told my mom and then after I talk about when I told my mom. I want to talk about the healing I did before I told my mom and the healing I did after I told my mom, um, because this, this part matters as well. I want to make sure I told the story. I want to tell you guys what happened. So now I'm 24 years old and at this time I have, I finished grad school. I have learned a lot about, you know, ancestry, ancestors, African spirituality crystals affirmations. We're going to get into that. But at 24, I decided that I'm gonna tell my mom. I just felt like I had to do it. I felt like I just needed her to know even though it happened 16 years ago, even though it happened when I was eight years old. I just felt like a part of me needed to share my truth. I needed to, to, to just tell her. And for me, the reason I had decided to tell her, um, was really for me. I know for me, Me being able to express myself, me being able to be myself, me being able to share myself in in an authentic way is how I want to live my life. And so that's like a strong value of mine is to be my authentic self. And I guess I felt like because me and my mom were working on our relationship that I wanted to tell her. I wanted to be honest with her. I wanted her to know me as... Who I am as a person and not just her daughter and I also just wanted her to know what happened I didn't want to tell her for her to blame herself I just wanted her to know what happened and I just wanted to see I guess if she would support me So I remember one day I, I went back home to go visit because at this point i'm not living in florida anymore I go back home to visit and I, and I know that this is part of my mission <laughs> I had a mission it's like oh, i'm gonna freaking tell this lady and so I think it was like my the night before my last night there. I finally mustered up the guts to tell her. We were on the couch watching a show. And during a commercial break, I said, Hey, I just want to talk to you about something. Um, when I was eight years old, your old boyfriend um, had molested me. And, you know, this is kind of what happened. I think I said that. But before I could say that, Um, the show had come back on and she was just like, oh, can we, um, can we talk about this at another commercial break or when the show ends? And I said, sure. And that really pissed me off because I felt like this is a really important thing for me to say. And so for it not to be priority or seem to not be priority, just kind of caught me off guard. It kind of made me sad. Um, I was just like, is this not more important than the show? Now, as a adult, older adult, I could say, and I don't know, I could say that maybe she just needed some time to gather her thoughts. That's me giving my mom the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she just needed some time to gather her thoughts. I literally just gave her this news that she hasn't known for 16 years from her lover, her ex-lover, like your ex-lover that you loved at one point, still got this man's picture on a damn stand, did this to your daughter. Maybe she just needed some time to gather her thoughts. So this is me giving my mom the benefit of doubt. But in that moment, I didn't like it. So eventually we talked about it and I told her um, what happened. And she was like, wow, she didn't know that. She always thought that maybe... When I went overseas that maybe that could have been a possibility. But she never guessed that this person, her ex-lover, did this to to me. And um, I think that there was a part of the conversation that I did not like. And I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember, but I don't know if I want to say this because I don't want to discredit my mom. But I feel like... There was a part of the conversation where it seemed like she was talking about me always seeking to want his attention. And I don't remember if that was mentioned, but I feel like it was mentioned. And I think that also pissed me off. And um, I kind of just remember going to bed. You know, she said she heard me and I think I just went to bed and I remember like going like crying. Like I remember going to bed and I had tears in my eye and I, I was crying before I went to sleep. And I think I was crying because I didn't really like her reaction. I didn't think her reaction was very supportive. Um, And I don't know, I guess maybe it's the way people, it's like how people talk about with like RAPE victims and people ask them, well, what were you wearing? What could you have done to entice this person that is grown and can think on their own to do this to you? And I kind of felt like her questions kind of felt like that. It kind of felt like, like damn girl I'm eight like what are you talking about like I was seeking this man's attention and even if that was freaking true I'm fucking eight like what are you talking about you know I'm trying to say like that's how I felt and I was really angry about that and I think the next day I think we had some more conversation and I think um it was just able to be a little bit better I don't remember all of it but I do remember that she took his picture down and I remember being happy that she took his picture down because I always hated seeing that man's photo in the fucking living room and they not together. But she took the picture down and it's not there anymore. And I'm happy that she did that and I appreciate that she did that. Um, this is what I want to say. Even though I did not get the exact reaction I wanted, she did do something. And I'm glad that she took the photo down. I'm glad that we were able to talk about it a little bit more. And i'm glad that i was able to just tell her the truth like for me i just wanted her to know and i guess for me that was a part of my healing was sharing my truth and let me tell you this is not the first time me talk about this to strangers i felt like it was so much more easier for me to tell the world to tell complete strangers like you my beautiful goddesses that are watching this story like it's it has felt so much more easier and it just flows But to tell my mom felt so much more harder. It was not easy. I was fucking nervous as hell. But to be on camera and even talking about this today, I'm okay. I've shared this story many times. I don't know why that is sometimes. Why is it easier for us to share to strangers (laughs) than it is to share with the people in our lives? I don't know. Maybe because they know us. I don't know. But I know that a part of my healing has been to share my truth. And so maybe for you, Maybe you're a woman out there where you feel it pressing on your throat chakra, where you feel it pressing in your spirit that I just need to tell tell, my caretakers, my mom, whoever was taking care of me that this happened. And I've heard horrible stories where women have told their parents and it was just disgusting the way that they reacted. Disgusting the way that they reacted. Like No like sense of compassion, no sense of, you're a fucking child, this man is grown. I've seen horrible stories about this. So I'm not saying that sharing your truth is for everybody. I think for me, it was for me. Because for me, that was an expression of of letting go. Like, I had to tell her. Like, there was something about it that I had to tell her that helped me, even if I did not like the initial reaction. She eventually took down the photo. I was really happy about that. Um so i'll just say that sharing my truth is something that has helped me and even sharing it with strangers has helped me so maybe there's a support group that you have or maybe there's some sister friends that you have that can be helpful and you just a sister friend that you just feel like i love this woman i just want her to know this because i just want to share this truth with her the way that i would go about this is i would be like hey sister friend maybe i'll hang out one day I have something on my heart that I just feel like sharing and I just want you to hold space for it. Do you feel like you'll have the capacity? And they say yes or no. And then you share it with them. And you go from there because sometimes it may not have to be your parents that you share it with. Sometimes it could really just be a close friend or even a lover. Sometimes you're now in relationships with a man or maybe a woman or a person and you're feeling comfortable about this with this person. You just want to share it with them. And I think that's that could be a part of your healing. Now, I want to go into what has helped me um, with my healing because I told you guys about the molestation. I told you guys about my promiscuity growing up and I want to tell you guys what has helped me like become, I guess you could say just more confident in myself, more confident in my being, more like choosing better decisions for myself (laughs) and, um, kind of releasing that from my spirit in a way that it doesn't really affect me much. Really. I I know that there's some women out there where even just the thought of what happened can really affect them, affect their spirit that they have not let it go. And I, you know, I can't say that I fully understand it. I just know that I have compassion for that. And, um, I just feel like whatever I share with y'all tonight, I hope that it can be helpful on your healing journey as you are healing from that. Um, so yeah, I just remember when I was about 22, 23, I had joined the sister circle and it was a sister circle in Tallahassee, Florida, and we were all reading the book, uh, Sacred Woman by Queen of Afua. Y'all know I'm always talking about this book, but the book is Sacred Woman by Queen of Fua, and that is Q-U-E-E-N and then Afua is A-F-U-A. And we like that book is like a 12, it's like a 12 gateways. So it's like you have different gateways where you focus on different parts of the womb and different like topics related to the womb, related to your healing, related to your spirit. And it's a woman that wrote this. And so you like do the activities and you can do it solo or you can do it with other women. I remember that we just all wanted to do it together. Like somebody said, hey, I want to do this, this healing together. Do you want to do it with me? And we said, yeah. And I remember it was like every Sunday we would go over to my friend's house and we would all wear white and we would like focus on a gateway and we would sit and we would share. And I think that was like the first time I had shared my molestation experience with an- another group of women that I really didn't know. I knew like one or two of these ladies. I didn't know the rest. But the fact that I felt like it was okay to share it because we were all sharing our womb experiences, our womb traumas, our yoni traumas, like what has happened to us. And we've I've heard of many different stories. Like everybody felt comfortable sharing what they may have experienced. And that was really healing for me. Because in that book, I learned about crystals. I learned about affirmations. I learned about setting up an altar space. And this altar space wasn't for the... It, no, she did have one for the ancestors. But this altar space was for every gateway. Like, maybe you want to work on your throat chakra. So you have these kind of crystals. You have these kind of essential oils. You put it on the table. You wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> one of the things wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. And you share. And so for me, that book... I have it. I still have it. I recommend it to every woman around the world. Sacred Woman by Queen of Fua has been pivotal within my healing journey, within connecting to my womb, within connecting to my vagina, within releasing past shame as well, because there's so many different healing modalities, such as the fire breaths, which she does like... <laughs> You, like you breathe in and out fast from your womb space, in and out fast, in and out fast. And that's breath work as people call it today. But the fire breath to help cleanse out certain energy within your spirit. And so for me, I just feel like that is a major tool that all women need to have in their bucket. It is the book Sacred with My Queen of Four. Especially if you're a woman that's wanting to, if you're on your self-love journey, on your womb healing journey, want to connect to your womb on a deeper level, connect to your womanhood on a deeper level. I highly, highly, highly recommend that book. I also recommend that with the five breaths, there was a time where taking my spiritual baths have been very pivotal to me. Um, it don't matter what kind of bathtub y'all got, y'all. Like Queen of four has said, I really believe that your bathtub is like the healing space, like those healing waters. She says your bathroom is like your healing space. And that's because you sitting in your bathtub is so healing for you. And I know that may seem really like, simple but it is that simple why because of the water you being in water water can help cleanse us water can bring things to us water can bring messages to us and so for me at that time i was taking so many baths like i would just run my bathtub and i didn't have the prettiest bathtub i had like a regular ass bathtub this is when i was in grad school i think i was paying like 700 dollars a month for rent and I have my bathtub. I run the bath. I put different crystals like rose quartz, citrine. I would just put a bunch of crystals that I loved. I put the Epsom salts. I put the uh, Himalayan pink sea salt. And I would get into my bath. And I would say my affirmations. I would sometimes I would play music. Sometimes it would just be quiet. I'll have my journal, and I would just have that time for myself. And for me, having that time to myself, being in quiet, having a candle burning has just been so pivotal because when you sit in that bathtub, sometimes you just get so many divine downloads and it's about that quiet time with yourself, right? When it comes to the experience that I'm sharing with you all tonight, that quiet time with yourself can really help you just love your own energy, can help you love your own energy. You can take that time to write affirmations for yourself. You can take that time to pray for yourself. I have notebooks and notebooks back when I was in uh, grad school that just said, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. I feel so good about myself. I feel so good about myself. I forgive myself, I forgive myself, I forgive myself. My life is amazing, my life is amazing. I am confident in who I am. I am confident in who I am. And so for me, those things that I did has helped me so much to who I am today because you may like do it in a moment and feel like it's nothing but that stuff is so healing for you that stuff is so healing for you because you are praying for yourself you are changing the cells in your body you are changing the way you have viewed experiences you are forgiving yourself because even as something like molestation or um sexual I'm not going to say the word abuse you can hold a lot of shame, right? There was a period, I didn't tell my mom for 16 years and don't really have the language as to why I didn't say anything, but I know that there was definitely some shame around that. And so for me, having to be able to let go of that shame and release has been pivotal to me, having to be able to focus on myself, my self-love, my bath time, my affirmations, having my crystals, my fire breath, sharing my truth on fucking online in person whatever has helped me has helped me a lot has helped me to release that trauma has helped me to release that pain and has helped me to just kind of um let it go and being able to share and share how I can and have healed with other women such as you guys watching this today saying the affirmation I forgive myself I feel like helps you to release trauma and shame around that situation. Because even in that, in that moment of me telling my mom, it kind of almost seemed as if, dang, like what was you doing to get this man's attention? And it was like, you can't harbor that. As much as people say, you may know, oh, well, this was a grown person. Your loved ones, especially if it was your loved ones that are reacting to you this way, can affect how you think about yourself. Oh, how did this happen? What did you do? You know, like you may even hold that before you even tell them if you even decide to tell them. And so as simple prayer that you can say is I forgive myself. Let's take that time right now. Maybe you're here with me and you're watching this live and this has been an experience for you. But I want you to take this time to put your hand on your womb space. You can do like a little triangle if you want or you can just do a hug like this. I feel like a triangle feels good for me right now. I want you to breathe in with me. We're going to do five fire breaths. So the fire breath is like, is like this, okay? And then we're going to say the affirmation, I forgive myself, five times, okay? That's just what's coming to my mind right now. So one, two, three, four, five. I forgive myself. 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 I let this go. I let this go. I let this go. I let this go. Move out from my womb space. 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 Let's go to five fire breaths. Put one hand over your womb, one hand over your heart, and I want you to tell yourself five times that you love yourself. I love me. 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 I, love me. I want you guys to give yourself a hug right now. Put your hands around your, yourself like this, and I want you to say... I look naked, don't I? <laughs> I want you to say... I accept all of me. 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 I allow myself to heal. 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 I allow myself to let this go. 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 Oh, that feels good. (laughs) That feels really, really good. Um, I'm going to turn the comments and I want to talk about how my products have also helped me with my womb healing as well. So this, I'm going to turn back on the comments, give y'all some time. So now this is the time where you guys can definitely ask questions, share your stories, share your thoughts. I am definitely listening to any Hey, Selfish Babes, old and new. I don't know if you guys know, but if you follow Selfish Babes since 2018 or 2019, then, you know, I have a free self-love and daily affirmations app called Selfish Babe. Many of my selfish babes have found me, Oleniki Osipowale through my app, Selfish Babe. But if you are a new selfish babe and just have happened to hear the podcast and happened to hear my voice, but had no idea that I had a free self-love and daily affirmations app, then please go to selfishbabe.com slash app and download the app or go to your app store and search Selfish Babe, any app store. So that's the Apple store or that is the Google store and you can download it for free we have over 208,000 selfish babes globally on the app and I want you to become one of them you're gonna get daily affirmations and reminders and let me let you guys know that my affirmations and reminders are not the everyday bland Everyday affirmations, okay? You're going to get a little curse word or two, okay? A little reminder that you a bad bitch, okay? So you're going to get a little bit, a bit of those reminders, okay? So you want to download Selfish Babe today for free in your app store. Link below. Mwah. Love you guys. I think that you guys type. You have the freedom to now share your comments and thoughts. But I want to say this. Queen Afua, um, I believe in her book, she talks about yoni steaming. Oh, you're welcome, love. She talks about yoni steaming, um, and she talks about a lot of herbs, taking in the herbs to nourish your womb, to nourish your body. And so for me, these what I saw right now, the Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls. Oh, y'all love it. Oh, y'all are saying thank you. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> well, I'm happy that has helped. I'm happy that has helped. Yes, a replay will be available. I'm going to e- I'm gonna upload it um, to my YouTube channel and I'm going to send the link as well and I may just keep it on the page too. Uh, yay! The real, she says thank you so much for sharing. I connected so much with your story. Thank you so much. I love you so much for sharing your story. Oh, well, thank y'all so much for listening and watching <laughs> i'm so glad it was helpful uh Night says this was so helpful ashe love to hear it oh dreamer 25 says we love you thank you for sharing thank you god i'm so happy i joined oh y'all are so sweet <laughs> y'all are super sweet i just ordered that book for you yes that book is so good okay i didn't tell you guys some more um Healing stuff. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Okay, so now hold on, hold on. So I <laughs> says you're my best friend in my head. Okay, okay. Then now I gotta talk the comments again. I love you guys. I love you guys, but I turn off the comments again because I can get easily distracted. Thank you guys for the love. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Because there's some more stuff that I didn't share with y'all because I had another page. So okay, so doing Queen of Fua. Um, doing the gateway, somebody had asked me, like, how did I pace myself? I was in a sister circle. And so we kind of did it together. We did it like, I think we would meet every two weeks. But sometimes we would just meet and enjoy our company. We wouldn't really focus too much on the gateway. And there was a time where I was a little older. I think when I was 25, I had joined Queen of Fuwa's, um 12, the gateway program, where I actually flew to New York and, like, did it online with some other women. And that was cool as well. But I want to tell you guys how the Goddess Vaginal Detox Prose has also helped me with my womb healing journey, with accepting myself, with loving myself. Because I told you guys that Goddess Detox is about spiritual women's wellness. And there has been a time back, back in indigenous culture where women were using herbs for their vagina. Women were using herbs in their yoni space. Women were doing their yoni steams. And even in Queen of Fool's book, she mentions yoni steaming as well. And so for me, using herbs in the vagina didn't feel far-fetched to me. I know for some women listening that may feel like, what? Like, what? It's not abnormal. It's, It's actually been normal. It's been part of our medicine for years. But because we now have medical school and certifications, sometimes... That stuff is wiped away or as seen as farce, as seen as not true, as seen like you don't know what the hell you're talking about. But herbs is the original medicine. Plants is the original medicine. And so I appreciate our doctors. I appreciate Western medicine. Okay, I'm going to go to my gynecologist. I'm going to go get my yearly checkups. I am not knocking that. But I am a woman that's also going to use the herbs to heal. And so for me because I know that the herbs are healing and because I know that our herbs have metaphysical properties they're they're not just their physical properties they have spiritual benefits spiritual properties For me, it made sense to me. And so when I was 23, 24, I'm learning about African spirituality. I'm learning about affirmations. I'm learning about the power of my word. I'm learning about my power. I'm learning about the womb space. I'm learning how to change my reality through my words, through my written word. Like I'm learning this stuff. I'm living this stuff. And so for me, in terms of my womb healing journey, I had started using what I have now known as the Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls. And for me, I would set my intention. I would pray until the pearl. It's an herb. So for those that don't know about my products, sorry, I'm thinking everybody knows. My Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls are all natural herbal suppositories, okay? They're made with all natural herbs such as Angelica, Motherworth, and Dragon's Blood. If you guys look up Dragon's Blood Resin right now, it is known as a powerful cleanser. I could get a dragon's blood resin. I had burned frankincense when I started, but I can get a dragon blood resin and put it and burn it to cleanse. So if I know that dragon's blood is known to cleanse on a metaphysical level, just the air, what is that going to do in my womb space? What is that going to do in my vagina? It's going to cleanse. Because I know about the power of my word and my language, I know that whatever prayer and intention that I'm setting into the pearl is going to take I know that the herbs are already vibrating on a certain level I know that my womb space is also vibrating on a certain level and so that for me that's a trilogy right you have your words you have your prayer you have the pearls you have the metaphysical properties of the pearls and you have the vibration of your womb I like to say that when we are carrying the baggage of sexual trauma of past emotions unhealed hurt um even physical ailments, maybe endo, member, maybe infertility, whatever those things, we may have that as well. We are carrying around pollution in our womb spaces, energetic pollution. And so for me, when you're using something like the Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls or even doing a Yoni Steam and you're setting your intention to cleanse and let go and to release for me, you are letting go of the energetic pollution that is in your womb space. Your womb space is your place of creativity. It is a place that children are coming from another universe into your womb universe, right? <laughs> You're bringing spirits into the physical world, through your womb. And like knowing that on a physical level, right? So on a metaphysical level, that's your place of creation, that's your, your sacral chakra, that's your place of ideas. And so in terms of your womb healing and self-love journey, you're going to want to cleanse that space out. You're going to want to say prayers over your womb space, say affirmations over your womb space, right? And so when I use my Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls back when I was in graduate school, I would set my intention. I would say I'm releasing negative emotion. I'm saying that I want to release, help release this past experience that I've experienced, this past sexual trauma, etc. Those are some of the things that you can say when you're using the Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls. It is not just a physical cleanse. It is a spiritual cleanse. It is an emotional cleanse. Okay? Physical, spiritual, emotional. Yeah, physical, spiritual, and emotional cleanse. It is for you to connect more to your womb and understand That this is your sacred space. This is your sacred space of creativity. And it's not just a place for babies. And so if you're a woman that has gone through something as horrible as sexual abuse and sexual trauma, I think that it would be lovely for you to do a detox. I think it would be lovely. And even if it's not the Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, maybe it's a Yoni steam, right? For me, when a woman... A Yoni steam for those that don't know, because I can't assume that y'all know... A yoni steam is an indigenous practice that women have done for years, especially in African cultures, Caribbean cultures, Latin cultures, and Asian cultures. It's not new. You can go to a Korean spa and get a yoni steam. There are yoni spas or yoni steam spas being built around the USA, around the world. But in these cultures, vaginal steaming basically is when a woman would sit over a simmering pot of herbs. And those medicinal properties of the herbs and the heat will go up her vaginal canal. They had an understanding that those medicinal properties of the herbs would be nourishing to the womb space, right? For me, when somebody has suffered a lot of trauma in their womb space, they're going to be holding on to a lot of past emotion, past trauma, and their womb is going to be more cold than most. When we are adding heat or these kind of nourishing herbs to the womb space, you're You're warming up your womb. You're nourishing your womb. It's like when you're on your cycle and you have cramps and they tell you, oh, wear socks on your feet because that's going to help warm up your feet so your womb is warm. Or they tell you, um, or you put a heating pad over your womb space to ease the cramps. That's kind of what these herbs do. And that's what the heat does with the vaginal steam. And so the yoni steaming as well as the detox pearls have been known to help with infertility, PCOS, endometriosis, painful cramping. And that's the physical benefits, lubrication, etc. But on a metaphysical metaphysical space, what are we doing, right? And so even within my vaginal steam, the queen's vaginal steam, I have the queen's complete vaginal steaming set. I always say, I want you to speak your intention into the water. Again, I mentioned taking baths. I mentioned writing your affirmations. I mentioned praying in your bathtub. Why? Because water holds energy. Water is going to hold your prayer. And so when you're doing a yoni steam, you need to be speaking into that water your prayers. For me, when I'm doing my yoni steam, um, I'm not really doing it a lot for cleansing, even though I usually do it like after my cycle. I'm really doing it to manifest. to attract you know I might be like oh my my yoni is wealthy you know on my on my yoni washes right I have affirmations on the back and I'd be like oh my yoni is wealthy I'm successful like I'm saying affirmations for me to continue to get the things that I want in my life within my yoni steam and the reason I'm doing that is because I already have the understanding that my vagina is my vagina and my womb space is a creative space so if I'm saying these affirmations into the water that's gonna go into my yoni into my womb space I know that something is happening on a metaphysical level that is changing my cells my womb to get me to that to bring that desire to me so this is the way that i look at the yoni this is the way that i'm looking at the vagina this is the way that i'm looking at my products i'm not just doing this on a physical level i'm wanting my goddesses such as you are to start looking at your womb space your yoni my products, on a spiritual level, on an energetic level. What is it that you desire? What is the prayer that you're wanting? And what is it that you have to release, right? Because you have to cleanse, get rid of the pollution. We can pray, we can now attract because you can attract and manifest better when you have a clean space, right? When you're feeling down and held down what do you do? People sage their house. People have Florida water. I I burned some frankincense before we got on this live because I wanted to make sure I cleared the space before I talked about what I was talking about. And so for me, it's the same with your womb space, it's the same with your vagina. You want to cleanse that space energetically of the pollution. So a part of my healing journey has been using my goddess vaginal detox pearls. Y'all can find it at goddessdetox.org. It comes with the booklet. Two applicators, two pearls, and you have it comes with affirmations, but you also have to set your own intentions. But I also want to talk about looking at the mirror, saying affirmations to your yoni and your womb, and being careful with your sexual partners. I want to talk about this as well. So for me, in my healing, I've done a lot of mirror work. I do my affirmations in the mirror a lot of times, I'm praying myself praying to myself in the mirror because I understand that when I'm praying myself into the praying to myself in the mirror that that energy is coming back to me it's bouncing right back it's reflecting back into my spirit when I'm thinking about affirmations for me affirmations are prayers and for me these prayers are going into my body and my cells changing my cells on an energetic level to align to what the prayer is My prayers may not be things that I may not see in my physical reality right now, but I know that there are things that I want to see, right? And so I know that in order to receive some of the things that I want to see on a physical level that I have to come into alignment. And so when I'm saying my affirmations, my prayers, I am coming to alignment in myself and I'm also coming into alignment within my mind, right? You may be a woman out there that's not confident. You may be a woman out there that doesn't love herself. You may be a woman out there that hates herself. You may be a woman out there that um, has a lot of shame and maybe you want to let go of that, right? And so, maybe for a woman that's not confident, their affirmation or prayer would be I am the most confident woman in the world. I am so confident. I'm confident wherever I go. People notice how confident I am, right? That may not be the truth right then and there, but it can be the truth. You're open to knowing that that's going to be the truth. So, I'm going to say that affirmation in a mirror. I'm going to have it come back to me, into my body, into my cells, because my body is made up of a lot of water. So, that's shifting something. And then eventually my mind is going to shift and I'm going to be starting to do new actions to align with what my prayer is. Why is it that you may not feel confident? Is it how you're dressing? Is it how you're talking? Is it how you're viewing yourself? What actions need to happen or that are going to happen so that you're changing, right? That's something that can be done through affirmations and prayers. Now in terms of the yoni and healing. I have a book called The Power of Looking at Your Yoni, and it's on Amazon. The Power of Looking at Your Yoni on Amazon by me, Olanike Osibowale, O-L-A-N-I-K-E-E-O-S-I-B-O-W-A-L-E. But it's The Power of Looking at Your Yoni. And in this book, I give you affirmations for your womb space. I give you affirmations to say, to take your mirror, to look at your vagina. And these are affirmations for your vagina for you to use the mirror and say to your vagina. That has been very big for me in my healing is looking at my vagina and my womb space and saying these affirmations. The reason I'm using the mirror is because I understand the mirror as a tool of reflection. And I know that when I say those affirmations in the mirror because the mirror is pointed directly to my vagina, I know that I'm praying directly into my vagina. And I know that that is doing something on a metaphysical level on how I see myself and the relationship to my womb and the power that I'm giving my womb. I talk a lot about womb power. A lot of us can feel powerless when it comes to our wombs and our vaginas. Maybe we have a lot of men that we've slept with in the past. Maybe it's just our gynecologists have have been the only one looking down there. But as a woman in her womb power, you looking at your womb is powerful because you're not just letting other people around you look at that sacred space. You're taking the time to look at that sacred place. You're taking the time to see yourself, to see your vagina, to see your womb and create a relationship, right? When you see somebody... At a frequent, frequent, a frequent amount of time, you gotta start communicating. You develop a relationship. It's the same thing with your vagina. And so, doing this has helped me to heal. Has helped me to choose myself. Has helped me to choose better sexual partners. <laughs> okay, ain't nothing wrong with people that do sex sex work or those things. Ain't nothing wrong with it. For me, you just gotta cleanse often. There was a girl that had commented, "Oh, what if you know they're a stripper?" Just make sure that if you're using the detox pearls that you want to take a week off and and do the cleanse. For me, it's it's about cleansing and letting go. It's about cleansing and letting go and being okay with you. For me, it's not about what society is saying that's a good thing or what you should be as a woman. I don't look down on the things that people are doing for themselves. For me, it's how do you feel about yourself as a woman? How do you feel about your womb space? How do you feel about the decisions that you are making for yourself? If you're not happy with these decisions, how can you change it? And so for me, Doing all this stuff, using the herbs, understanding this stuff on a metaphysical level has just helped me make better decisions for myself, has helped me create a relationship with my womb space, has helped me to look at my vagina in in a more metaphysical, spiritual way, which I think is really powerful. And so if you are really a woman out there that is really wanting to cleanse that pollution, wanting to tap more into your self-love, I definitely recommend checking out my products at goddessdetox.org. I definitely recommend the Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls. These are life-changing, especially with you saying your own prayer, especially if you've experienced some of the things that I've talked about on this live. I think if you're just wanting to cleanse on a metaphysical level, apart from the physical, there's a lot of physical benefits, yes, then using the Goddess Detox Pearls could be very helpful in your self-love journey and you connecting to your womb space and your yoni space. If you're a woman that's like, I'm a little squeamish, I don't know about using the pearls i don't know about uh using these tiny little herbal balls (laughs) in my yoni it's cool i recommend you start doing your vaginal steams you can yoni steam up to four times a month nothing is inserted into your yoni we sell i sell the queen's complete yoni steaming set it comes with the seat the herbs and the gown you sit on the pot for 20 minutes you connect with yourself you pray to your womb you pray to the water you're still connecting And I feel like for me, that quiet time, that intention does so much to change your life and sometimes you just overlook it and it's like, no, sometimes it's the simplest things that can help us release some of the heaviest shit. So, I think that's everything. <laughs> I think I that's everything. And, of course, I have my crystal yoni washes. I have affirmations on the back. Why? Because I want you guys to continue praying into your womb space to have good pussy energy. Okay? So, my crystal yoni washes. This is pussy power. It has rose quartz on it. I have wealthy woman and I have sex goddess. All of my yoni washes have crystals at the bottom. And they also have affirmations at the back as well. Because you're gonna use the soap, you're gonna pray into the soap, and then you're gonna wash your yoni. Again, it's all about that intention, it's about the energy. Okay, now I'm turning on the comments. I was like, dang, I forgot. Y'all are distracting me. So I'm turning on the comments now. Uh yes. Woo! <laughs> All right, so somebody said, um, said your podcast and your message is so amazing, goddess. Thank you, love. I appreciate it. Yeah, so somebody says, I'm just curious to know, at eight years old and being your first orgasm, how you know it was an orgasm? I think it was me looking back to realize that it was an orgasm. I know that I shuddered a little bit, and I know that I felt a feeling. That's what I knew. And so, I don't think I knew what that meant at eight years old, but being an older woman, I'm like, that's what it was. So, that's kind of how I knew. So, yeah, y'all, thank y'all for joining. If you guys have any questions, let me know. <laughs> thank y'all. I think I said everything I had to say. <laughs> thank you, love. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I think somebody had asked a question. Oh, okay. I thought I saw a little question. So, thank you guys. This will have a replay. Um, it's going to be on my YouTube channel, which is Olenike Wale. i oh yeah, 555 is really good as well. I have not restocked that yet, but Yoni Magic 555, it has a prayer. I seduce myself. The same thing, setting your intention. Same thing with the Selfish Bay perfume. Have not restocked, but get on a wait list by going to goddessdetox.org. Okay. But yeah, I'm going to have the replay on my YouTube channel. Uh, I'm going to see if I keep it on here. I may keep it on here as well. Um, but i just want to say thank y'all if y'all have any questions you know you can comment in right now i think i'm gonna i'm gonna keep stay on for at least three more minutes alexis k tyler no i don't know who that is who is that thank y'all so somebody says is it okay to use my detox pearls even though i got it almost a year ago yes it is I will say to look at the smaller pearl packet and it will have a expiration date. So as long as you're not past the expiration date, you can definitely use the pearl, even if it's been a year. So that's a good question. On the each pearl, we do have an expiration date. Oh, wow. Jewel Diamond says, I started using your detox pearls when she was homeless to become one with myself. Wow, that's amazing, love. I hope they helped you during that time. I think that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that so much. (laughs) Uh, Somebody says, how do I partner with you? I have my own business. It just depends. Are you trying to do wholesale? Do you have a physical business? Are you wanting to have an affiliate link? Because we have all of that. Just send us a DM and ask your questions and my team will get back to you somebody says can i get the pearls and steam currently in jamaica you can get the pearls in jamaica make sure you're following goddess detox jamaica the steams are not in jamaica as of yet but the pearls are in jamaica so you can definitely get the pearls so follow at goddess detox jamaica dm the page and the whatsapp number should be available for jamaica as well all right y'all i think i'm gonna go i just want to say thank you guys for joining i love you guys thank you for your thank yous i appreciate it Again, I hope that this has helped somebody out there. I know that it has. I appreciate you. You can find out more information about my products at goddessdetox.org. Link in the bio. Yes, you can steam right after your cycle. Wait to, Wait like a day after your cycle has ended and you can steam because it helps kind of clean everything else out. So I steam after my cycle as well. I think that's a good idea. Oh, I'm glad they did, Jewel. Thank you. (laughs) I'm so happy about that. I love you guys, and I'm affirming that you guys have an amazing night. Bye. Yes, you can use the pearls if you have a hysterectomy because you still have the spirit of your womb, and you're still going to get a vaginal cleanse. Bye. Hey Selfish Babe, it's your girl Olenike Osibawala here. I want to tell you guys about two of my courses that I'm selling right now that have really helped me become the selfish babe and the goddess that you hear today. <laughs> I have my selfish Fuck Academy, Becoming the Selfish Babe, Love Yourself Deeper. And basically that is my spiritual self-love course where I have about nine videos breaking it down step-by-step step on how you can start loving yourself, how to pray for yourself, how to do your cleansing bath, your baths for magnetizing more, your candle, your candle magnet magic for self-love, tapping into your womb power, your yoni power, and doing self-love mirror magic. And so if you're a woman that's really wanting to just increase loving herself, really choose yourself, really become that Selfish Babe, then I highly recommend my Selfish as Fuck Academy. And I have put the rate, this is less than $50 to get all of these nine videos. You can find this at selfishbabe.com courses or below. Now my other course is my Securing the Bag, Becoming the Wealthy Woman course. You guys know that I've been a business owner since 2015. So I've been a business owner for about seven, eight years now, and i have that's what I've done. I've sold physical products. And so in my Securing the Bag, Becoming the Wealthy Woman uh, Masterclass, I'm giving you about four to five different videos on how to become the wealthy woman. I'm going to be teaching you how to purchase a physical product you know how to you know sell it online how to market it how to make the money but i'm also going to be teaching you how to have your mindset and your spirituality right when it comes to attracting wealth and becoming a wealthy woman it's more than just a physical product for me. It's about, do you feel like a wealthy woman? Is your mindset a wealthy woman mindset? Are you consistently affirming your wealth and your blessings on a daily? Are you taking your spiritual baths? And I do give you a spiritual bath to attract more money. And so that is the Securing the Bag, Becoming the Wealthy Woman Masterclass. That is less than $100. You can find that at selfishbabe.com courses. They're both below.